The Witcher 3, welcome to On the Path. We explore all things Witcher, and today we go wandering in the dark and speak to some lovely ladies who I've been missing. <laughs> I know. It's also really weird because there's no guest to introduce. I know, it's just us. How does that feel? I don't know. It feels kind of, there's more pressure. It's like, yeah, we're, we've we're got to say having, more. <laughs> yeah, we used to have great guests who can kind of carry the episode, and now it's back to us, and it's like, yeah. oh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it is. But yeah, Brett here and Lucy as well. Yes. I always forget to say her names. We should probably say her names. Yeah, in case we've got any new listeners, I'm Lucy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if not, I guess they'll, they'll, they'll pick it up. But before <laughs> we get into it, we got a couple things to talk about. The first thing is we were both on a thing called Witcher Trivia. Do you think you or you think you know The Witcher is 983 Media? And uh, we had a little bit of different experiences on there. But uh, Lucy, how, were, uh, how was your experience? Um, well, the experience was great fun. I've never been involved in something like that. It was like a pre-recorded thing for YouTube. So usually anything that I've been involved in is, you know, either a, a podcast or a live stream. Um, so I, I obviously had a bad cough at the time and I could just cough all I wanted. And he was like, it's fine. You can edit, we can edit it out. And I was like, great. <laughs> um so that was so fun um the guys who did the editing is amazing um i'm so impressed by the way they've put the video together um in terms of the trivia <laughs> i did okay considering the questions that we got asked in the first round which was white orchard is that right yeah white orchard yeah yeah um the first question super easy put me into such a false sense of security. I thought I got this. It was a question about Kerr Morhen. I nailed it. No lifelines used or anything. And then it goes, let's do a deep dive into really obscure book knowledge. It, no, 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 no. It wasn't even really obscure book <laughs> knowledge because you can see it. It's the, yes, the first question. I'm like, oh, okay. And kind of recording like this, I came straight home from work, got right yeah. in there and I was like, okay, didn't have a chance. I didn't study because as I explained, I think you might've cut it out of the episode there, but I didn't study in school and I don't study here. You know, I didn't come here to study. I came here to yeah. trivia. And yeah. the second question was, and you can see my reaction on it. Cause I tried <laughs> not to read ahead. I tried to listen in, in the short story. And I'm like, okay, here we go in the short story. <laughs> and I don't remember the name of it, but it's something I've never heard of. And it's not from the last wish or sort of destiny. And you can see just my life flash before my eyes. <laughs> And I went blank and just went into full on panic mode because in my head right then was, here you go. You're going to go out on the second question, you fraud, <laughs> you fake. And I don't even remember him reading the rest of the question because in my head it was just like, holy shit, what is this? Was and it something like a road with no return? Road of no return. Yeah. Or something like that. Something See, like I, that. Yeah. I still kind of blanked out as soon as I uh, did it. Now, the question, I remember what the exact question was. But if you were, if I was to give somebody that question, you could easily deduce it. But when the bright lights are on you yeah. and you're recording, it's the pressure. I just went into full on hold up. Let's stop every single thing <laughs> and get through it. I think I actually used my 50 50 at that time or yeah. no, I used the, I don't can't remember which one I used. I don't remember what it was, but I used it. And then the third question right after that was basically what is Geralt's dad's name? Like assume name. Mm -hmm. And again, because I was still shook from the second one, I still had to be like, hold up, hold up. That is not <laughs> something that is widely talked about all the time. Yeah. But yeah. again, you look at the answers and it's like, okay, it's obvious this person. Yeah. Thankfully it's multiple choice or I would have been out immediately. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the one you went out on? Yes. So there's a question that I got correct, which was 
what uh, weapon was used when Siri got the scar over her eye. And I even said in the episode, I only know this because I know that Brett's mentioned it before. So yeah, I was like, that thank in. God. <laughs> um, uh, and it was an Orion or a um, throwing star. And then the next question is who threw the Orion? I got the clue from the expert, which was uh, Zubidi or that's his name, right? Zubidi? Z- Zubidoo. Zubidoo. Yeah, like Scooby-Doo. Zubidoo. <laughs> Who's um, a Gwent streamer. <laughs> and he gave me the clue of um, it's a... Nilfgaardian spy or something like that yeah yeah and I I honestly had no idea it was like four names on the one of which was Geralt of Rivia and I was like okay I know it's not Geralt but then then even in the moment you're like or was it like was it Geralt and that's something there that don't know unless you're in that situation I always think Mm -hmm. about that like because I've always wanted to go on Jeopardy as my thing and oh yeah I'm at home on my couch oh I got this oh I got this oh I got that yeah but even in we're in our own room and my lights are only these like streamer lights here but I could not imagine actually being on a soundstage with yeah. a host and hundred people in there in the literal bright light sweating. So that was a very good experience for that. But yeah, do you remember the name of the guy who threw it? Stefan Skellen. Yeah, it was Stefan Skellen. Sir Stefan Skellen. Yeah, apparently <laughs> if you're into Gwent, well, obviously into Gwent more than I am uh, at the moment, he's on a, you see that sort of uh, situation yeah, happening on a Gwent card. Yeah. So that's where Lionheart was hoping I would have twigged that piece of knowledge from, but I just, I just guessed. And unfortunately I guessed wrong. So I didn't make it out of wide orchard and I guess I don't know the Witcher. Well, and that's the thing too. And like you mentioned before, like you hadn't read the books and you know, that's a book character. And so, yeah. you know, at least it's something you missed, you know, that you, that you would not have known. You, know, you didn't miss care more in. Yeah, exactly. Like the witches yeah. It wasn't something like that. I think that. I would have had to hand in my resignation from the podcast if I missed that first <laughs> question. I was, oh my God, I was so worried about those first questions. And I know. We can't talk about episode two because when this comes out, it should be the day that episode oh, yeah. two comes out. But by the time it, by the time this comes out, that won't be out. So I think I've said out enough times right there. So we will put mm-hmm. the link to that in the show notes. If you somehow haven't heard about it, we've been tweeting about it. It's, yeah, 983 Media. Lionheart's the host. Mark Theus is the guy kind of like the producer behind it. I think he does the editing. Just yeah. an, an amazing job. Uh, we're again very fortunate to be part of it. And we will talk about it more as it comes out to at least maybe see how far I go. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one day I can make a return and redeem myself. I'm going to be studying hard. I will recommend <laughs> it, this just came to me. Now, people probably won't do it because they've had our fill, but maybe sometime down the line. Maybe it can be like a champions thing or something, but yeah, like a tandem, like a duos, yeah, a duos version of it. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> there's some other game shows out there because Witcher trivia uh, is always fun. It was. So next we have up, we have a review. Ooh. We have an Apple review and this comes from Dio Martinez, or if you are in England, apparently it's Martinez, as I've heard is them pronounce. What <laughs> Roberto Martinez, the Belgian coach, they're like, Roberto oh, right, Martinez. Yes. And I'm like, it's so much more classy. <laughs> and so this is Dio Martinez, or see, now you got me second guessing how to say it, Martinez. And it says, or it's titled, Captivating. I love the show. And when I saw that Lamb Chop would be on the show, I listened <laughs> to the whole podcast. It sparked oh. my love of The Witcher even more and made me want to watch the show again, as well as play the games and read the books. Thanks, guys. So yes, a very, very good five-star oh, review. Thank you. Lovely. And yeah, if hope, I mean, if you haven't, it's funny because I was thinking today, this game has been out for seven years or so. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do we really need to not spoil some things? And then we get a review like that, that maybe someone hasn't done it. I'm like, okay, maybe we won't have massive, massive spoilers for that. Yeah. Probably. Well, I can't, I, I can't speak <laughs> for everything, but we shouldn't anything from the story. We'll try not to do it uh, without giving a full on warning. Like maybe we'll have a guest on, but we're actually lining up other guests as well. Maybe we'll have them on and we'll have like a spoiler section or something we can get mm-hmm. kind of their, their words about or get their thoughts about. So if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please rate and review it on Spotify. You can't review it, but you can rate it. Oh, I forgot to say that was also our 100th review on Apple podcast. So thanks to everybody listening through Apple to do that. If you haven't done it yet, please do. Now I think on Spotify, we are at like 48 and it's still a five star. Love that. Yeah. It's still at five stars for the review total. So if you haven't done it, either of those places, please do it or anywhere you get it. It helps a lot. We've already given the spoiler warning. So now for the first time in roughly two months, two and a half months, we're actually yeah. back at The Witcher 3. Are you ready? I am so ready. Let's go. Okay. So <laughs> Kira and Geralt <laughs> have waited patiently outside of that cave these last several months, and they are hot on the trail of that elf that she has business with. And right out of the gate, once you get inside, we see the wild hunts. And Geralt insists that he, Kira teleports them. She wants to get out of there. And they have a navigator. So yeah, this is the Wild Hunt and the Navigator on there. I want to say part of the thing on there actually had Aridin as a journal entry, but I don't know if we oh, saw it? him. I think we might have seen his armor at some of it. But I don't think we actually saw like his face from there, but I might have I might have missed it. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I didn't think it was Eridin, but I might have missed it. Um, I wasn't too sure what a navigator was, so I just had a quick Google there before we started, and it says it's a powerful Anel mage, and these are the ones that have the ability to manipulate time and space and to open portals in the world and then between the different worlds as well. And their advanced magic is the only reason they're able to teleport through this cave with no issue, unlike Kira who opens a portal and <laughs> sends herself and Geralt into various different parts of the cave. Yeah, we get a damn portals from Geralt's, which is always good to hear. The classic line. Yeah, we got that back. And yeah, that's Caranther. He's a Wild Hunt navigator. I know one of the Gwent card, the Wild Hunt navigator Gwent card, the audio is, I know the mysteries of time and space, all of them. And so, yeah, that's pretty ah. much what to do. And this elf that they're chasing, who has a covered face, ooh, do we know who he is? He is of this kind of similar vein of this type of elf. And it's a different kind of elf. And I don't know, the Ansaid elf, like the Squirtail and all them, are not really in the game. A lot of their stuff got cut. And maybe when we get to that little small part they're at, we can do a little bit more on them. But for the most part, these are the only elves from The Witcher 3. Some of the enemies that we pass, though, are the rats. And <laughs> you have not played it on Death March, right? You played it on Blood and Broken Bones. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so this is what I hear is one of the, if not the hardest enemy in the game are rats, and especially with like upscaling. Yeah, so if you have enemy upscaling on on Death March, the rats are going to be probably your biggest foe in the game for some reason. I think because it's kind of impossible to hit them with your sword um, because they're on the ground. Makes sense, it's a bunch Um, of rats. Yeah, yeah, and then you, you kind of have to use signs with them in normal difficulty, a few like Ignis gets rid of them, especially if you just burn the nest. But yeah, on Death March or even on Blood and Broken Bones, it's kind of tricky as well. They're an absolute nightmare. Any plans to play Death March? Yeah, so when the next gen update drops, my plan is to drop 
anything I'm doing, regardless of what game I'm in the middle of in, in the middle in of. There you <laughs> go. Sense together, <laughs> in the middle of and start a brand new playthrough on my PC as well, because the last playthrough I did was on my Xbox. So it'll be fresh playthrough on the PC, Death March, enemy upscaling. 100%. And you can mod it up like me because I've yeah. reinstalled it. I'm actually going to start playing this again because I remember I played through these missions right here the months ago before we had to stop. And so I think I'm right on at the end of this, but I am on story mode. I play with mods and I've got the console command. So I think right now I'm level 40 with master class, master class or whatever, master crafted feline yeah. armor. So nice. it's just literally, as soon as they look at my sword, enemies die. So <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. That's a big D&D thing too, like Swarm of Rats. It's just like, yeah, you kind of can't just smashy smash those, can you? Yeah, they're a nightmare. Kira is frustrated that Geralt wants to continue and won't leave and comments. And I was, <laughs> this was, this is a line right here. Are you always like this? I'm beginning to feel sorry for Triss and Yen. So funny. And Geralt's face when she says this is absolutely priceless as well. It just, he was just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, damn, getting called out by Kira right here. It is, it's, mm -hmm. it's a great line though, because it is also very lore friendly to CDPR, where you probably would equate Triss and Yen kind of evenly at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You maybe haven't made your decision yet on who you're going to. Have you even met either? Oh, you've met. You've met Yen comes. Um, Yen, we haven't met yeah. Triss yet in The Witcher Three. She's in Novigrad, yeah. but we have met Yen for the first time in all of the games, mm -hmm. and she bounced pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> and we won't we won't see her for a long time until we get to Skelliger. Mm -hmm. But no, that was a uh, that was a savage line from Kira, but probably probably true. Yeah, I kind of just love Kira in this whole scene as well because. Um, before we meet the rats, she's just screaming and she sounds like she's in true peril. And I remember running up thinking, God, like she's like, she's with the wild hunt or something. And then it's just like a load of rats and she's standing in her little protective bubble. She's, just, she's so dramatic. And this is when I kind of fell in love with her a little bit. <laughs> Beyond dramatic. And yes, I do believe Kira would rather fight the wild hunt than rats. So <laughs> they they did that well there. G Gavilla Gland, I think is what she kept saying. Yeah, that's like right. Over, it's like, okay, that's, that's stuck in my head there. So we move on, or I should say they move on, and we get to a projection of that mysterious elf. And yes, his face is covered. And oh my God, we got a Laura Doran reference yeah. from Geralt saying Laura Doran. We actually had several like boom, 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 lovely callbacks here and it's stuff that i'm going to be so happy to pick up on now that i kind of know all of this on yeah. like a straight analyzing of it first one is daughter of the gull as mm -hmm. it's called in there that is a reference to torlara at eratusa the tower of the gull as it's called and due to probable events happening there maybe in the next season of the witcher that's all i'm going to say Ooh. but you know what may be important if she's known as like the daughter of the gull and it's a tower at eratusa so We'll get there eventually. Mm -hmm. Next up, Zareel, Swallow. And that's her like insignia there that Netflix did as well. Mm -hmm. Very good there as it's the elder speech. And I think that might be the actual, uh, well, this isn't really that big of a spoiler. Is that the, is that the sword that she gets? Is that yes. what it's called? Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah. At the end, right? Zarel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Zarel. God, that's awesome. <laughs> it is such a cool word, isn't it? Yeah. It's fun to say. Elder speech is fun. And then mm -hmm. also a book callback Find Kelpie. Kelpie is the name of Siri's horse. And this is also a lovely callback to Forrest Gramps. 
Is that that lovely guy you told me about? Yeah, do you remember anything about him? I think he wasn't <laughs> terribly lovely, actually. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Uh, he was going to do awful things to Siri and would have done that if Kelpie didn't kick him in the head and kill him. So yay, Kelpie. Magical horse, though. So it's nice to have that little callback there. And the last one in here is they fight these wraiths that look like them. And Geralt mentions fighting a Doppler a while back that was impersonating him. That is a callback to the short story, Eternal Flame. Why'd I say it? Eternal. <laughs> Eternal Flame. Weird emphasis there. From the <laughs> book, The Sword or Sword of Destiny. And I'm not too, that's always one that might be my, not my least favorite, but least, most forgettable short story. Oh, but really? It's, it's very lighthearted. Um, it's a standalone. You don't need to know anything before. Dandelion's in there. Vespula is in there and she kind of scorned lover a little bit who may or may okay. not come back in the game. Mm -hmm. we, we may see her in Novigrad or not. So those are some lovely callbacks there. It's nice getting little, little uh, Easter eggs in there for book readers. Yeah. And it's something, especially I remember specific ones when, you know, when we get to Siri and it's kind of what I've said before that, what, why did I speak? said before, I took a little bit of Ireland there. <laughs> As I said a little bit before, <laughs> as I said before, that it does seem like this was very much written by people who really love the books. You yeah. know, I don't want to say like, oh, they respect it or anything like that, but it feels like a love letter at times. And something like this is a very good way to get dorks like me uh, a little <laughs> bit more excited about it. So they move on and they fight this golem. They go through mm -hmm. some more teleports and onward to actually see that navigator operates and summon the white frost in the room where we kill some hounds. There's not really much, you know, here like story wise to do, but it was a very cool scene that you kind of have to stay within this bubble. And, you know, Kira's kind of doing her parts and these hounds are coming in. And so it was a good little bit of change of pace on the combat. Yeah, it was quite a tricky fight as well. You have to keep very close to Kira or your your health gets damaged a lot if you go outside her little um, protective spell. Um, and then you've got to also protect Kira whilst also killing the hounds, also trying to close the portals. There's like quite a lot going on. So um, yeah, definitely a change of pace from the rats. <laughs> and it also shows how powerful they are because... This is apparently mm. the white frost. Like this is what's going to end the world. Like this is the prophecy. Ithlian's prophecy is the white frost goes everywhere. They can literally summon it to this room. Yeah. Through their portals. Yeah. This is not something to be trifled with, but like I said, every fight's easy when you play on just a story mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. This was one of those, like, I think the golem that we fight uh, a little bit earlier. And then this scene in particular, even when I first played this on normal, on normal difficulty before I had gotten used to the combat and stuff. This took me a few goes for sure. Yeah, it is a good, it's a good change there, especially with using like the signs for the golem. Yeah. You know, I mentioned D&D &D earlier and this does feel like a dungeon crawl. Yeah. You get to the next room and then here is Nithral who looks so much more badass than he actually acts, right? Yeah. <laughs> he seemed to go down. I never hear about him like talked about being hard. So this kind of seemed like a straightforward fight. Yeah, relatively. I think he has like three, not forms, but there's three sections of his health bar where he'll do something slightly different. And at, at some point he's just protecting himself and summoning more hounds, but it's not massively difficult, but it's what I think it's considered your first boss fight in the game. Yeah, I guess the only one maybe would be the White Orchard. Um, the, oh, the Griffin. The Griffin at White Orchard. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. 
He sounds badass. And another fun thing that he says that kind of, again, catches my eye now is he calls Geralt Vetgern, which is basically mm. elder speech for Witcher. So yeah. you will hear our, yeah, Elvish elder speech. Yeah, you'll hear some of the elves at times. I think Witcher 2, they'll call him Vetgern. So that's kind of cool to hear them say that. And he's got this axe, but he goes down pretty much like a little baby. There was one scene of dialogue just before um, where Kira faints. And there's a uh-huh. very quick decision you've got to make in in how you respond to her. And there's not a, it doesn't actually affect what happens, regardless of what you say. Kira will come and help you still, but it does um, help slightly if you want to pursue her as a romantic interest later in the game. If you say, "Oh, don't faint on me," and she's like, "I'd rather stay here in your arms," but the other option, he just basically says, "Can you can you carry on?" <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> We we get it, Kara. Like you're out here, and here comes Geralt. But it's like, damn, she's just straight horny. Yeah. Right. All this stuff going on. It's like, okay. But you know what? I'm for everybody, men and women, being horny in these games. In my first playthrough, I romanced no one, and I vowed in Death March I will romance everyone. You ran, you romanced <laughs> nobody. Well, do you know what? I I was very new to Twitch when I did my first Witcher gameplay. And I was convinced that I would get banned if I did mm. any of the, the romancing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I just avoided all of it. But now I'm like, fuck it, full send everyone. <laughs> okay. And yeah, we will, that, that'll be something again, as we cover, as we get to them, because when I first played it, I didn't know what the hell, who these people were. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you yeah. want to bang? Let's go. Like, hey, let's do it. <laughs> and yes, it's not the most lore friendly. Cause I think I might've said it before, but Geralt and Kira do not hook up in the books. So this would be something kind of new and it's the first romanceable character. And so it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, let's go. Especially from (laughs) the experiences of the previous Witcher games. In the next room or eventually on, we get another projection from the elf and a warning of beware the witches of Crookback Bog. And with a little help from Kira, this is the ladies of the wood who apparently also help out the locals. So they're kind of witches or the witches deal with them, but it's not completely bad or negative. And Mm -hmm. we are ordered, I guess not ordered, but given the hint, to follow the trail of treats, which we do remember Gretka telling us about with Siri. Geralt doesn't remember that because he didn't hear it. As all witches live in gingerbread houses poised atop chicken legs. Does that sound familiar to you of anything? It does uh, remind me slightly of our series two Netflix, yeah. Yeah, that's Volithmir. I can't remember that's her name now, Volithmir. Volithmir, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, the Baba Yaga, which is where it comes from. So again, a nice little Slavic mythology call back there. See, this is fun. And if you don't remember that, we're here to tell you stuff. <laughs> that's it. We're just going to tell you stuff. So basically, Kira and Geralt depart with her, with her asking <laughs> him to stop by for a favor. We will cover all, not all of them, sorry. We will not cover all of them. We will cover major... <laughs> villain side quests and witch requests if you have any you really want us to talk about by all means send it to us we will be sure to mm-hmm. at least hit over it a little bit we will 100 percent cover kira's the yeah. towerful full of mice and this other one here so don't worry about that we will be back for her i i liked this quest because obviously we get to see the wild hunt we get to see what they're capable of but i hate being in the dark for too long in games and this quest is so dark. And as I said before, it took me a few goes sometimes. So by the time this was over, I was glad to be out of the cave. Once you get out of that dank cave, hey, how about going to a bog yeah. or a swamp <laughs> with witches? How about that? Which is where we go as Geralt makes his way down. And we're, the one we're going to talk about here mainly is how you follow the trail of treats. 
for something something about gingerbread cookies or something like that i always get hungry and like right now i just want really? these cookies and if i was out in a bog like this you know there's some swamps here in like southeast texas louisiana if i just happen to be out in a swamp and i saw these gingerbread treats these cookies i'm not gonna lie i'd probably eat them You'd follow them and eat them all, yeah. I would eat them. I don't know if I would keep following them, though, because that's <laughs> true detective kind of really, oof. I mean, I know a lot about Louisiana because it's right next door, mm-hmm. all of that stuff, but the first season of True Detective, have you ever seen that? No, I haven't actually. Oh, I've heard of it, but I've never watched man. it. It's not really a mystery per se. Like, it's not designed as a whodunit to figure it out. It's very much a character study mm. of those two characters, Woody Harrells. I love Woody Harrells, and I love Matthew McConaughey. Oh, they're in it? Yeah, okay. both are Texans. Like, who, who, who would have thought, you know? <laughs> I love both of them. They're incredible. It's only, I think, eight episodes. It's HBO. It's, it's, it's awesome, especially if you love any kind of, like, detective work or anything like that. I cannot recommend mm-hmm. that movie enough. But it will really, really put you off to the boondocks of Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. But instead of the boondocks of Louisiana, we're in the boondocks of Velen. So Geralt eventually makes his way to this shoddy village where some children, and I put the children in quotes as I'll explain later, are saying this rhyme or joke or something. And I will put that in now because it's just really funny. Doug went in the kitchen, stole a hunk of meat. Cook gave him a licking, strung him by his feet. Cooked and bled him empty, stripped his skin off clean. Laughed and said, how tasty, best sausage I have seen. Cook's a stupid killer, shouldn't have ate the pup. Now we light the fire, gonna roast him up. One, two, three. The one to fetch the kindlings. Three. Gretka is here again. Did you recognize Gretka? Yeah. So a part of me couldn't figure out if this was Gretka from the this, um, the quest that we play as Siri. So it's the child that we find in the forest, and she says that her parents have tried to send her down a trail of treats. I couldn't figure out if it actually was her, or is it just the same model being it's used the for this same. child it is and this is not a knock on any of the devs we're just poking fun here i know it's hard <laughs> blah 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 we're not doing it so if anybody happens to be listening from cdpr this is all with love some of these voices like i i think it just might be an adult that's just i'm gonna talk like a kid <laughs> you know it's like a, trying to do it yeah. and again this is all with love it's funny but it we is w- funny we will see these modules modules models again <laughs> The children play coy and they know one kid knows an awful lot about tits and their effect on soldiers is like, you ain't a lass. Of course I am. It's like, you ain't got tits. A young woman got lost in a swamp. She has ashen hair and a scar on her face. You can see anyone like that? Ain't no lassies here. What am I? You're no lassie. Lassies got tits. They do. Heard an old man say once when the army was here, he says, I am lassies in the woods. He's dazzling the soldiers with their tits. And it's torturing the poor lads. That's what he said. Like, these kids are funny. And they're, they're, yeah. they're going to keep that up. So now I know about tits effect on Nilfgaardian soldiers. Invading soldiers. <laughs> A woman comes over. And I guess we don't need to say who this is. Did you know who yeah. this was when you played it? Did you? F- Absolutely zero clue. I was going to ask yeah. you if you clicked quickly or no. not. I did not at all. You know what? Screw it. We can just say it. this is Anna. Like, if yeah. you're doing this mission by mission, God bless you. But we're, we might as well say something like this. This is Anna Schringer. This is who we're looking for. And no, it, it is not the vision I had in my head. It's not, not the poster that was on there. I think it's designed because of what's going to happen to obviously age her a bit because of what's going through. But this is her. Gerald does not put it together. 
And Geralt asks about Siri, and one of the children says to go find someone named Johnny. Mm. Yes, Johnny. And this next part I actually screenshotted and put on Twitter. And uh, I might put it again here. If I do, you'll hear it. If not, fuck it, right? Geralt says, oh, this boy must be brave to play with Johnny. And the kids say, not brave, just stupid. He put his bare bum on an anthill once. And I just busted out laughing at that of just these kids nonchalant are just, no, he's, he's just stupid. Yeah, he put his bare bum on an anthill. They are so funny, aren't they? The little quips they come out with. Yes, but why Why would he? That is stupid. Like That is very stupid. That is very, very stupid. I've done a lot of stupid stuff as a kid. I've never put my bare <laughs> ass on an anthill. Even as a dare. Like, we used to play tackle football, like American football, in the street. Yeah. Like we would play it on the street with gravel because it's like, no, I ain't a pussy. Oh, you pussy. You want to do it? No, I'll do it. No, I'll do it. Like yeah, nobody yeah, wanted to do it. Each other. Yes. Nobody wanted to do it. But if anybody backed down, then they were, uh, you know, well, it might've been a lot of really bad stuff. Cause this was the nineties when yeah. we weren't as progressive as now. Um, <laughs> don't cancel me. Uh, but yeah, we won't say what that is, but yeah. So uh, I've never done that. It, you play hide and seek. And at this point right now, I'm not going to lie. I remember thinking like, okay, God damn it. Like, can I just go find Johnny? Yeah. What, it was kind of, I guess it's kind of endearing because you kind of get to play with the kids and, oh, we haven't, okay. That's one of the things we talked. I was going to say the one quest, but we haven't talked about that quest because it's a side quest where the cat mm-hmm. and wolf play. Do you remember that oh, one? I don't know that one, no. Okay, that's where Geralt stumbles upon that cat witcher. Oh. Uh, it was the DLC, I think the yes, free yes, DLC yes. they gave I out. I think okay. I know where you mean. We yeah, will yeah. 100% talk about that one as well in the side missions because yeah. that is that is one of my favorite. And just that's really- another, isn't that Gretka as well? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it might be now i'm just seeing Gretka. every time i think it of a is. witcher three kid i'm like it's Gretka, it's Gretka, it's Gretka. yeah okay <laughs> so Geralt goes to find johnny kind of susses him out of this burrow or this kind of cave kind of hole yeah yeah weird little um yeah i don't know what it is it was I just like a tiny a but it was tiny yeah. yeah like some sort of burrow in a tree or something that a witcher cannot go in but he basically yeah. uh, calls him out Johnny does not have a voice, and I'm not gonna lie again. I'm like, oh my god, motherfucker! How many fetch quests are I know, there right there's here? So many. You've got to go do this. Okay, now you've got to go do this. Like, oh, now you've got to find Johnny's voice. Yeah, that would be the one thing that I would say. Kind of, if I had a criticism, that would be it. But I'll also say they don't take that long to yeah, do. That's like, true. you're not yeah. really kind of writing ten minutes somewhere, and it's it's not that bad. But it very much is, you know, these fetch quest kind of things. And Geralt has to basically go merc some of these harpies. And I guess there was a wyvern there. I don't even remember the harpies. But in the replay that we watched, there was like a random wyvern there. And yet it's the bottle of his voice. And he starts being very happy. And he says something. And you can read it right there. So we're going to try to read this real quick. Peter Piper, Prince Proxima, a pack of pickle peppers by the Pontar. (laughs) As quick as we can what he says, all right? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um... I'll go first. Okay. So it's Peter Piper. <laughs> Peter Piper picked Prince Proximo a peck of pickled peppers by the Pontar. Okay, now say it as fast as you can. Peter Piper picked a prince. I keep wanting to say the the, the more well known yeah, one. Ahead, yeah. Peter Piper picked Prince Proximo a peck of pickled peppers by the Pontar. Oh, that's pretty good right there. Okay. <laughs> that was okay. No, my my cheeks always feel fat when I have to do something like that. I like know. inside. So I'm gonna say it first and try it again. Peter Piper picked Prince Proximo a peck of pickled peppers by the Pontar. Okay. That was good. That was good. Peter Piper picked Prince Proximo a peck of pickled peppers by the Pontar. That was 
was so okay. good. There's no way I could ever do it that good again. So why don't we try and do that next time we're drunk on stream? Oh my God. I don't know if I could read it <laughs> like know. that, that quick. There's too many P's there. It's also very bad when on a mic. Cause like the pup, 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 are like the yeah, worst things yeah. you can do. I, I hope I wasn't dir directly into the mic on that. If not, I might have to edit it out and be like, you have to take my word for it. Oh yeah. Siri has seen Johnny and says that she went towards the orphans. And this was something really cool. Johnny's Gwent card is him taking a shit. <laughs> and if you kind of leave the animated version on, you can actually see Siri running behind him, like a quick oh, little teleport you? behind I've him. Yeah. That one. yeah. It's pretty good. Again, very lore friendly, but I'll admit mm -hmm. it took me quite a bit to actually realize that Johnny was taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like he's bent, he's kind of stooped over and his trousers are definitely around his ankles. Yeah. It's just like, well, that's Johnny right there. And just kind of, whoop. <laughs> So he says, basically, go back to the town where the orphans were. Gran, as she's called, you know, this is Anna, but Gran acquiesces and introduces Geralt to the ladies of the wood, the tapestry of these pretty women on the wall. And this right here, I know I've probably said this before, and I'll say it at the time. This right here is where this game hit another level for me. Yeah. And when that ladies of the wood music starts playing, it is just eternal. It is yeah. so good. It encapsulates everything about this mission, everything about the bog, everything about the crones. It is one of my favorite pieces of music ever. Mm -hmm. It's quite eerie and like haunting oh, and unsettling, haunting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, very haunting. And un it's quite unnerving because you're looking at this tapestry, like you said, of these very beautiful women, but there's just something not right. And then obviously we go on to see that they're not quite as they seem. The way they <laughs> sound also, they don't sound like they look on the tapestry. Yeah, they sound very strange. Yeah, the one to some of the like yeah. just very evil, very evil sounding, I should say. They speak through Gran and tell the Witcher that a dark power has gathered near Down Warren and he is to remove it and make sure to collect from the Alderman and place it on this like stone or something around there. And I don't remember what I thought about that. The first time I was probably just taking everything in. But now it's very much clear that it's just, oh yeah, there, there's something, whatever he brings back, is not gonna be money or anything like that. Like a sacrifice of some sort. Yeah, because again, <laughs> these are these are witches. <laughs> yeah, so this is essentially another fetch quest we're being sent on in, in return for, because uh, they say they'll give us inf their information on Siri if we do this next quest. Yeah. I think they, be now I don't remember, did they actually say that they had seen her? I think they, they did. Knew. Okay. And they, but they weren't giving much away at all. And obviously the children had seen her as well. So they, they, she had definitely been around. Geralt heads to Down Warren and the Alderman says a war has awakened a dark power, uh, the Nilfgaardian invasion, obviously we can think we can think that. And to check near something called the Whispering Hillock. And while this is still technically part of the Ladies of the Wood, this is where it kind of kicks off into a whole other thing that will take us a little bit more to talk about because the next quest, the Whispering Hillock, is uh, deep. <laughs> There's a yeah, lot going on. Yeah, this is on. where it starts to get really juicy. I yes. can't wait to discuss this one. I can't wait to replay it and rewatch it as well because there's a, there's a lot of decisions to make in this next um, in this next part of the quest, which have quite extreme consequences either way. So it's an exciting one. It will be good. Oh, I know what we can do. Because there is two ways to do this. We can each do a different one. Oh, that's a good Because there's two things you can do. We're getting ahead. We'll get with that. But <laughs> actually, we need to do it because we're recording it in two days. So we are. Yeah. yeah we're actually so going to record. <laughs> yeah. We're going to record that episode. Wait, it's two. It's Saturday, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to play it tomorrow night. Oh, you're going to play it tomorrow. Okay. I was about to say, I was like, God damn it. Did I write down the wrong time? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to get that. Anyway, cut all that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. There we go. <laughs> uh, we should have a guest on for that as well. So that'll be fun because again, we'll just, you know, more perspectives, the better. But right there pretty much takes us to the end of the Ladies of the Wood quest line. You got anything more to add to that? No, that was it, really. It's um, it's it's a good one. And I'm excited to get into the, the next stages of it because it's where it starts to get really uh, deep. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing I'm always worried because I'm like, oh, we can talk about this. Oh, we can talk about that. But so much of what I want to talk about, we can't really talk about until it's all done because yeah. obviously stuff like this, it leads to a head or comes to a head, I should say. And then everything you realize kind of trickles back to it. Yeah, we'll get more in depth in that. You know, make sure to send us any of the witch requests, any of the side quests, anything like that. Let us know. Even some of the witcher contracts as well. Some of the contracts would be quite good. They sometimes have their own little backstories. I guess I should say that. I guess when I say witch requests, yeah, I should mean the I should say the contracts. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's what good, you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah my bad. What do you think I meant by witch requests? Um, like the side quests for some okay. reason. Well, I said side quest. What did you think when did I you? said side quest? Yeah, I think I'm not I did. Listening. <laughs> You're not listening. Perfect. <laughs> You're just like my students. It's just as soon as I say something, oh yeah, that too. I'm like, did you not just hear me? And they're like, I'm honestly pleased when they're like, no, I wasn't listening. I'm like, okay, well at least you're honest. Like I can't, I can't get mad when they're just like, no, I wasn't listening. So yeah, the Witcher contract. So that is a much better way to say it, as well as a side quest or really kind of anything. I know there's a couple. A couple things kind of hit on. They're not really quests. They're just something you can come across to mm -hmm. talk about, like some notes and whatnot. So if there's anything in there you want to think, hey, did you know about this? We'll obviously talk about it. The more you send to us, the least we have to do on our own, and the more <laughs> we appreciate it. So, but yeah, it's good to be back in The Witcher 3. It and is indeed. How's God of War? God of War is fantastic. Like, I think the last time you asked me that, I was like, yeah, it's okay. Like, I'm not that that hooked on it yet but i've streamed it for the past two nights and i'm hooked now it's like it's taken it up a notch and it kind of leads you down this path of this is the quest like this is your mission this is what your your goal and then it all just flips on its head and you've got this whole other very urgent um quest to do and what i i made a note of um saying is in in god of war someone close to you is in danger and you have to go off on a fetch quests to get something to help them and you're not allowed to do any side quests at that point because it's urgent oh because it's urgent I, interesting yeah. so i was like um Geralt. <laughs> at this point Geralt would be going off and playing gwent well and that's something too i don't think it's an S I'm, I'm not gonna be like oh it is because of the witcher 3 but as we've mentioned before it's just hysterical when Geralt gets information about siri and then it's <laughs> want to play some gwent <laughs> or just do anything because it is something that changes because it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to role play this character. It's not a brand mm -hmm. new character. He, this is his daughter. He's going to go after her. And it's like, well, I'm going to go dick around over here doing whatever. And it's like, yeah. well, Geralt doesn't need the money. He doesn't need to do this Witcher contract. If you're going to RP it, you need to just blaze all the way through. But yeah. then you kind of have that thing of, well, in real life, you wouldn't be level 12 and not be able to go somewhere at level 15. You'd be able to go there. And so that's something there that would be interesting, the lessons, if you will, of The Witcher yeah. 3. Because kind of like with God of War, which is a more linear story, you know, it's oh, not absolutely. as quite open world. Yeah. I've been re-watching. My ultimate, I think, comfort game to re-watch on YouTube is Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. And I think I've done it like almost twice now. And I know that's not what The Witcher 4 or whatever the new Witcher game is going to be. 
But the way they were able to tell the story in The Witcher 3, if they just streamline that to a more linear game like Uncharted 4, even more kind of like God of War, mm. I just think it would be that much better because while all that stuff is fun to do, and I know the people, that 100% games, they want it, just a more streamlined to a great telling story without some of that bloat, I just yeah. think would be more clean but I just, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be open world like the way they've done yeah. it. Yeah, I think they'll stick with their guns definitely, but I know what you mean. You'd be more invested in the main story, I think, if there wasn't all the noise going on around it. Yeah, because this, oh man, I can't wait to keep going. I, once we get to Novograd, we might just stay in Novograd for like six months. Yeah. <laughs> I won't want to leave. <laughs> There's so much going on as well, yeah, isn't there? But you'll make us go to Skellige, so you'll you'll <laughs> keep us- like, get on the boat, yeah, get on the boat. You'll, you'll keep us on time for there. <laughs> Okay, so you can find us at Witcher Podcast on Twitter, email WitcherPod. Instagram is also WitcherPod. And then we'll have the Discord link below. We had the speculation cast that we just did. We have the D&D game in the past. If somehow you're kind of coming back and you skipped all that. We have those interviews with Misha Simpson, who played Francesca. Got the interview with Paul Bullion, who played Lambert. That was a really long, <laughs> really long I one know, there yeah. to have. Lucy, where can we find you? I am Lucy J. Robin on pretty much all social media platforms. I said, I almost said guest, where can we find you? <laughs> Cause <Yes>. that's, <laughs> that's on the script there. Uh, you can find me at the Fox Bride four on Twitter or the Fox Bride on Twitch and join us next time on the path. As we speak to this whispering hillock and we actually close out Velen's main storyline with the crones and we'll find out where Siri went. <laughs>